Well, hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of This Club Is My Club right here on North Manchester 106.6 FM. A big Happy New Year one and all. And this week we were intending to bring you all the highlights from Saturday's match between FC United and Radcliffe. However, that game was postponed due to a waterlogged pitch. So instead, on this week's shortened edition of This Club Is My Club, we're going to be bringing you all the highlights from Boxing Day's match between FC United and Ashton United from Hurst Cross. And let's hand over to myself and Paul now, shortly before kick-off. Welcome to Hurst Cross on Boxing Day. Merry Christmas, one and all, and a big Merry Christmas to my summariser this afternoon, it's a big welcome back to Stato Paul. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, Paul, and decent Saturday. Uh, in, yeah. In, on reflection, yeah. I, I think we we did a decent enough job of keeping Stafford at arm's length during a little mini resurgence for 20 yeah. minutes in the second half. Like the manager said, it should have been three or four nil at half time. Uh, we should have gone out in the second half, in second gear, and not worried too much. But of course, we gifted him a goal. And then the alarm bell started ringing for a while. But um, even in the later stages of the second half, we were threatening another goal. So it wasn't all doom and gloom. No, and up front uh, on Saturday, uh, Jordan Buckley and Aaron Bennett supported really well, I thought, by Woodcock and and Gabidon. No surprise. Well, actually, kind of a hint of a surprise that it's the same. But it's, it's a pleasant surprise that it's the same front four that we had on Saturday today. Yeah, not... Possibly by choice, but the, the one thing that struck me, though, on uh, in the last game was Aaron Bennett. I was very impressed with his very ability. Impressed, yeah. I think with more games under his belt, he'll blossom even further. And he might be difficult to dislodge in that midfield, which is interesting. With You've got Donahue and Griffiths on the bench, for instance, this afternoon. A bit like Saturday, though, um, we're, we're not expecting Donahue um, to feature that much uh, because he's still carrying a, a little knock. As is Charlie Oliver. Charlie Oliver's uh, dropped to the bench um, for this game today against Ashton United. So, once again, like Saturday, we're only expecting a couple of substitutions. Michael Davis uh, and Luke Griffiths are the only 100% fit players. And, of course, DJ Willing, the substitute goalkeeper. Yeah, and looking at the Ashton side... Defence is going to be a big key this afternoon, I think, because they've got Charles and Gilchrist up front, yep. so they're playing two up definitely, and that's that's not something we face very often. And as Charlie Olive is on the bench, who goes in at centre-back? Uh, Curtis Jones is at centre-back alongside Dan Lafferty, and without meaning to jinx it too much, this feels like a, a pitch and a game for Dan Lafferty to go up head-to-head with Jake Charles. Yeah, it's going to be a rugged battle, I think, at that end of the pitch. It's also interesting at the other end of the pitch, where you look with Jordan Buckley in the side now, you look at who is he going to be up against, who's going to be blocking him off, and uh, I'm not sure whether it's going to be Sam Baird, but um, he's going to have to scrap for everything this afternoon, Jordan Buckley, against a team that's on a good run, um, the fifth in the table. They are serious contenders at the moment for a playoff spot. Yeah, but people might be surprised with what happened on Saturday with that away loss at Mask. Um, I mean, going back to our result against Stafford, um, Afferton Coles picked up a handy draw uh, on, on Saturday against Warrington Rylands. I don't think we could take for granted just what a handy three points that was against Stafford Rangers, considering that Ashton and Rylands both slipped up to teams in the relegation places. I think over the Christmas period, you do get unpredictable results. And I think you'll get more today. If FC win today, it's an unpredictable result. 
you could say, given the status of the two sides. But yeah, I think teams will drop points. Radcliffe have dropped points again. Um, their run, uh, the last six games, they've won three and lost three. That's not the Radcliffe that started the season. No, absolutely. Just to go back to that defeat for Ashton away at Mask on Saturday, I've had a little chat with a couple of people here at Hurst Cross. They mentioned the fact that they had a goal kick. It turned into a corner. Apparently it's very, very windy. Not much shots at either end. And Mask got the, the one goal. And We've that was been enough. there ourselves. Exactly. I did say that. But before that, you mentioned Ashton's run of form. They have been on a good run of form. They've, they've not lost many games under Steve Cunningham since uh, our victory here uh, late last season. And I think last season they were becoming a bit of an FC tribute act. <laughs> they had six players, six F- XFC last time we were here in April. How many have they got they've, today? They've got they've three got, today, Paul. They've got down to three. <laughs> so they're beginning to learn the lesson, I think. Yes, uh, the XFC, as we've already mentioned, uh, two of them, uh, Gil, Chris and Charles, Sam Baird, obviously in the back as well for Ashton United. But when we talk about where Ashton United are in the league table and you know predictions at the start of the year, Ashton were expected to be where they are in the league table. This is a bit different from last year. Looking at the squad they've got, you look at the players in their team, they've got some good players in it. I mean, James Hardy's been around for a while. Yeah, it's uh, an impressive lineup. And, uh, well, the teams are now out onto the pitch. Uh, we do have an Atmos mic. I'll turn it up in a second because uh, it's situated right next to the PA. So uh, <laughs> we'll turn up the Atmos mic in a second or two. But both teams out on the pitch. Ashton United... Obviously, wearing their customary all-red strip this afternoon. Uh, FC United wearing their white away kit with black shorts and black socks. And for FC United, line up today with boys in goal. McLaughlin, what a goal on Saturday. We've not really mentioned that, have we? He might end up a permanent right-back the way he's going. Yes, uh, Guy Hall, uh, permanent left-back. Centre-back pairing of Dan Lafferty and Curtis Jones. Uh, In central midfield, Charlie Ennis plays back-to-back games in the league and will once again be wearing the captain's armband. We've also got in central midfield Charlie Munro. On the wings, Dante Gabidon, Max Woodcock, attacking midfield Aaron Bennett and Jordan Buckley up front. How important is it that Charlie Ennis is playing once again? Yeah, the the thing is we've got three games in a week and of course Radcliffe to come after this at home. It's going to be very difficult for Charlie Ennis to play three games back-to-back as as is one or two others. And... um, I don't know how much we'll get out of him today on another heavy pitch, but maybe we'll get an hour or more out of him. But I think the bench is obviously going to be brought into play at some point. Yes, and the, the bench for FC United, Michael Davis, DJ Willard, Michael Donoghue, Luke Griffiths and Charlie Oliver. For Ashton United, and if you're listening from Ashton, you're more than welcome. It's Simpson, Cowan, Newton, Cuto, Baird, Abbott, Hardy, Rose, Mitchell Rose, the, the skipper. Uh, Gilchrist, Charles and Clark and substitutes it's Caton, Culkin, Kasani, Dawson and Sims. Jake Charles played five league games, scored two goals but we know what he's all about. Yeah he's going to be a handful up front for whoever takes him on but uh, having two up front that makes it more difficult for us and I think we're going to have to be really sharp at the back. Any loose clearances uh, are going to cause problems of their own. Is there anything we could take from last year's game over Easter? I don't think so, to be honest. I think Cunningham has been in the game now long enough to change things around after what happened at the end of last season, and uh, he's, he's turned him into a much more formidable team. There's only Radcliffe that have won here this season, and that says something about the quality they've been able to bring in at Hurst Cross. 
Well, we're here on Boxing Day at Hurst Cross, Ashton United taking on FC United in the Northern Premier League Premier Division. Decent Boxing Day crowd here in Tameside as the referee looks at his watch. We are slightly early actually, so he's going to be looking at his watch for at least another 30 seconds. But uh, referee looks like he's happy to get this game underway here as he looks at his watch once again. Looking at his other watch, he's, he's trying to tell the time. He wants to kick off dead on three. And we're off and running here at Hurst Cross. But there's Ennis with a first time long ball over the top to the left hand side to Woodcock. Woodcock now on his right foot, goes for goal. There's a stinging effort there for Luke Simpson. Charles plays the ball forward, but Hall gets to it. Hall, his clearance is charged down straight to Gilchrist, who lays it off for Charles. And Charles drags it wide. FC United very fortunate there, Paul, but you mentioned how tricky it's going to be with two up front, especially with those two up front, uh, Jason Gilchrist and Jake Charles. Albert out to his left-hand side, asking a lot of Clark to keep that ball in play, and he doesn't, and it's out of play for a throw into FC. So far, uh, a very even game, Paul. Yeah, I think FC have shown a bit of promise coming forward. Gabidon looking to win that ball, he doesn't. And Monroe tries to put a sliding challenge in on Harder. And uh, Gabadon's there, and it's starting to get a bit muddy, this near-touch line where we are. Here's Kuto on the ball. Down the left-hand side for the run of Harder. Harder, Lafferty in front of him. Plays that ball through. That's a great ball for Clark. Clark, outside of his boot, just wide of the post. That would have been a great finish, but just wide of the goal it goes. Do you think, though, Paul, if he went with his right foot, he might have had better? Yeah, I think he's, that's his favourite foot, isn't it? His left, and... Uh Tried to bend it in at the back post and uh, didn't quite get it right, thankfully. 22 minutes played here at Hurst Cross. Baird, pass cut out there by Ennis. Ennis now moving into Ashton's half, out to the left-hand side to Bennett. Bennett, edge of the box, square to Ennis. Ennis goes for goal! Oh, just tipped over the bar. Fantastic save there by Simpson. The closest FC United have come. It was a good strike by Charlie Ennis, but a fantastic save by the Ashton keeper. It's either going to be Newton or Hardy to take this free kick for the home side. There's four FC United players in the wall. It is going to be Newton. Drives it straight into the wall. There's Hardy on the rebound. Not the best of shots, but Charles gets to it. Charles plays it to the edge of the six-yard box. Cleared by Jones. Newton gets to it. Here's Kuto now. Kuto forward to Clark. And there is McLaughlin to get the ball clear. Nice turn by Buckley. Buckley tries to get the better of Abbott, but Abbott does well. And here's Hardy now. Charles plays it through there towards Gilchrist. Charles heads it back. Oh, it's flicked on. And there's Hardy. Great save by Boyce. Wonderful save by the FC United keeper. But the danger's not done yet. Cross comes in. Cleared by Lafferty. Can FC United counter now? Here's Bennett on the ball. Bennett holds on to it. Bennett now searching ball out towards Woodcock. But there's Baird. And once again, Paul, fortunate for Ashton. It was just a flick on from a defender and found its way to Hardy, but great save by Boys. It was a terrific save by Boys that's kept the score level. And we're so close to half-time, we don't want to concede now, definitely. Boys plays the ball into Ashton territory. Free header there for Abbott. Gilchrist plays the ball back into Ashton's half. Picked up by Bennett, out to the right-hand side now to Gabidon. Gabidon looking to beat his man. Gabidon shows some pace there to the byline. Crosses it into the near post. He breaks for Woodcock. And there, six yards out. Taps it into the net. And three minutes into the second half, FC United take the lead. Max Woodcock there, opening the scoring on Boxing Day. Well, I think the first thing was the brilliant diagonal that was played to get Gabidon down the right-hand side. That was the first piece of brilliance. The cutback 
caused Ashton all kinds of problems and I think they got a nick on it. Buckley was there putting himself about, yeah. wasn't he, on that near post? They got a nick on it, but the ball dropped very nicely for Woodcock, unmarked, well inside the box. And his striker's instinct took over and he just hammered it in. And the perfect start for FC. FC United pick up possession though of Ennis. Good ball in field to Bennett. Bennett out to the right-hand side to Gabidon. Here we go again. Gabidon on his left foot. Goes for a cross. Oh, Woodcock hits the post and kept out there by Simpson. I don't know how he's managed to keep that ball from crossing the line. I mean, Woodcock there, very unfortunate not to score. It hit the inside of the post and just dropped really into the hands of Luke Simpson. But FC United should be 2-0 up, Paul. Great ball in from Gabidon. It was a great ball in, as you said, and... Uh Woodcock was again sniffing a great position on Marks and it's very unlucky to hit the inside of the post. Again, it's a, a very strange angle this corner's been taken from. Whips it in towards the near post. Hall gets his head on it. He's back out to Kuto on this near touchline. Kuto moving in field now. Still with the ball, the full back. Opens up for Kuto. Goes for goal. Just to the right of the post. Boys, I think, had it covered. Bennett still with the ball. Bennett, good stuff from the FC United's number 10. Bennett, still with the ball. Sliding challenge comes in from Rose. Oh, Lafferty was thinking about going for that ball and does it get to it. Hardy plays it through, but uh, cut out there by Oliver. Good defending from Charlie Oliver. Plays the ball out to the right-hand side to Gabidon. Gabidon looking to get the better of Kuto. Gabidon into the penalty area. Does he get the better of the full-back? He plays it along the goal line. And uh, Simpson there might have got a hand to it. I think they're comfortable at the moment, FC, but a second goal, obviously, I think, puts it to bed completely. I don't think Ashton potentially have got two goals in him. Here's Buckley holding that ball up on the corner of Ashton's penalty area, trying to barge his way along the 18-yard line and then puts the cards coming out. A Buckley. little challenge in there on Rose. I think it, it was a bit naughty from Buckley in all fairness and uh, is going to be a free kick. Buckley, good shielding that ball as it finds its way to Bennett. Griffiths gets a challenge in, and here's Buckley now, down this left-hand side. Buckley holds on to it. He's waiting for support. He's got two red shirts around him. Buckley slipping and sliding, keeps hold of the ball. Oh, and Buckley, you're going to get a second yellow there, mate. Oh, oh Buckley slid in, and it's going to be a second yellow card for Jordan Buckley. Yeah, I was thinking a few moments ago that Buckley's got to be careful uh, the way the game's going. Rose holds on to it, plays it infield to Newton. Newton, with a bit of space. Newton launches it forward towards Charles. Charles and Hall. It's back on this right-hand side with Cowan. Cowan gets the better Hall by the corner flag, crosses this ball in. And uh, there's Gabidon and Griffiths getting in each other's way. Shot on goal. And FC United concede. It was a great finish, though, I have to say, from James Hardy. But it was just unfortunate defending. Gabidon and Griffiths getting in each other's way. Hardy pounced and he levered it, Paul. Yeah, they, they, they took the opportunity well. I just think that, that sending off has changed the balance of the game. A corner to Ashton. Ashton certainly in the ascendancy now. As we close in on 90 minutes. Corner ball to Ashton from their left-hand side. In it comes on his right foot towards the near post. Ennis gets to it. Headed out, Rose and Gabidon battling for the ball. Dawson breaks for Oliver. Oliver, no nonsense clearance. Kuto, bad back pass. Oh. Bennett, can he get to it? He can. Bennett on the ball, edge of the area. Oh, Kuto recovered, but Bennett wins it back. It's 1v2 at the minute. Bennett still with the ball. Bennett goes for goal. It's oh, in. Yes. To the goalkeeper's left. That is great stuff from Aaron Bennett and FC United. A player down, but 2-1 up. Well, that's terrific character from a team that's been pegged back with 10 men Bennett had no right to 
to score a goal there. He's up against two players. Actually lost the ball, won it back. Decided because there were no real options on. Just to go for the near post and uh, he finds the goal. What a finish. Cowan for Ashton United. Got support here from Harder. Little pull there from Hall. And play continues with Cowan on the right-hand side. Cross comes in. Good stuff there from Munrell. That's brilliant. And here's Hall. Finds Bennett. Bennett, oh, gets the better of bed. He's pulled back right for the referee. Why would the referee not see that? I've no idea. Anyway, play continues. It is Rose. Rose now down this right-hand side. And Ennis there chops it, Rose. He's lit his card out now. There'll be a yellow card for, for Ennis. I think uh, Renault's going to be in trouble as well. Yeah, well, it's going to be... It looks like a red card for Neil Reynolds. And, uh, yeah, straight red for Neil Reynolds. Referee's looking at his watch. Ashton, take the throw in. Full time, full time here on Boxing Day. And this is a brilliant result and a superb performance from FC United. 2-1 victors here at Hurst Cross. Paul, what do you make of it? I tell you what, you know the player that celebrated the most when that whistle blew, Charlie Ennis, back on his own stamping ground. It meant so much to him for many reasons, I think, this afternoon. But yeah, it's a, it's a heroic victory. And um, considering the odds were stacked against FC around about the 76th minute when uh, Buckley got his second yellow card, for them to concede soon after that and Ashton poor forward in numbers looking for the winner and then get pecked back on the counter-attack absolutely remarkable and then of course Reynolds gets sent off in added time but the resolution that we showed against Stafford showed again today I think yeah I mean the performance today has just been another level I mean Ashton United you know in the playoff positions taking on a team in 16th you look at the league table and you go well surely this is Ashton United's but we've said it so many times this season FC aren't a million miles off from those teams in those playoff positions it's just we've, ne we've never taken it to that next level consistently this, this, is a t this could be a turning point this performance here this is similar to Gainsborough where we went to a team with a, with a really good home record and turned them around and the, the, the one thing that we've lacked this season is consistency we need to start winning home and away and I think that's now, is that three wins out of four? Something like that? Something like that, yes. Um, this is the traditional time of year when FC start picking up more points. Well, this is the thing. You said in your preview, and you said it a couple of weeks ago, you said the same stat, but it was a bit more stark, the gap. Yeah. We're now actually, well, I'm imagining we're actually on par now, but we started but today close. three points off what we had last season yeah. at this stage. And, and for listeners who wonder about this, of all the seasons we've played, there's only been two where we've not got more points in the second half of the season. I think I remember one of those seasons as well. The Durham season, yeah? yeah. Good. Um, this could be a turning point. It's one of them performances, isn't it? And when we talk about the star performances in this game, everyone today has been brilliant. I mean, even Pat Boyd's made a great save towards the end of that first half, which it can't be understated what, what that means to the final result after 98 minutes or so. Man of the match, Paul. You're going to give it Aaron Bennett, aren't you? Well, not just for the goal, yeah. but his attitude. Yeah. His, his inspirational work in tight corners all the way through the game. He's fought doggedly to keep possession in this game. Used the ball wisely. His run, I don't know what his stats are running-wise, but they must be massive. His contribution has been immeasurable. 
I know there's been other candidates. Um, McLaughlin has another, had another great game. Gabby hey, Don. Ju- just before you crack on, McLaughlin, I said on Saturday, and Neil agreed with me, James, James asked Neil for, um, you know, a, a follow-up question about McLaughlin. Is he ready to play right back? I thought, I, I, I think, you know, at performances when he's played at right back, gets on the wrong side of the players. As is fair enough, he's play, being played out of position. He's not today, though. He's won everything, hasn't he, at right-back McLaughlin? Well, yeah, he, I know he's not a natural right-back, although he's played there before for, for uh, Bootle. Yes. But he is looking a perfect fit for that position, which is probably not what he wants to be. But if the cap fits, sometimes you just have to wear it. But also, looking at the FC performances, Munro was massive today. Well, he's my man of the match, Paul, yeah. because I thought... That he was, yeah. I think you're right about Bennett. His work rate today has been excellent. McLaughlin is, you know, a, a player who's worthy of a shout. But I think Monroe, I think Charlie Monroe has been brilliant today. I just thought he was cool. He broke everything up. Every time the ball went near him, he kept hold of it. And I, I, you can't understate just how important that was in breaking things up. And just to mention for Charlie Ennis, you mentioned, um, you know, how happy he was at full time. Another player, Paul, who's put a show in today. Yeah, he's, he's been immense in the middle of the park. But I think one of the most important things about this win is similar to the the win against Stafford was the way that we, we held firm under pressure to take the points. And that's something we need to keep showing as the season develops. FC Live there from Boxing Day. And as mentioned earlier, the next game was meant to be this past Saturday at home to Radcliffe. However, that game was postponed due to a waterlogged pitch. So, the next game for FC United takes place this Saturday away in Derbyshire as FC United take on Ilkeston Town. Kick-off at the new Manor Ground on Saturday afternoon will be at 3 o'clock. But if you can't make that game in person, we will, of course, have full commentary on the FC Radio website from 2.30pm. Join us on www.fc-radio.co. UK for live commentary from that game there on Saturday between Ilkeston Town and FC United. But that's it for this week's edition of This Club Is My Club. A big thank you to everyone involved with FC Radio and the club as a whole. Thanks for listening and you'll be hearing from us again next week. You take care. Bye-bye. This is FCUM Radio, officially the most popular FC United radio station in the world.